in episode 117. Even then, like getting out, just like walking out of my hotel room, it's just like the anticipation is the hardest part of it. Like once I'm out there, mm-hmm. like I'm usually pretty cool, right? But just like getting dressed and like looking at my hair, my makeup, and like, oh shit, should I put on the blonde wig or should I take off these fuck me boots and put on these other ones? Mm-hmm. I feel that part of me it's just a part of who i am i might present as male 95 percent of the time and even though i'm only presenting as amber five percent of the time it doesn't mean that it's only five percent of who i am if that makes sense like mm-hmm. don't get me wrong i think about it far more than i actually dress up and maybe that's why maybe i need to do it more and i won't think about it as much and it wasn't in the gated lot and i kid you not no more than 30 seconds after getting out of the car Two guys came up to us, pointed a gun, and fucking mugged us. Now that's Amber, a cross-dresser from Michigan, in three separate clips. First talking about the anticipation in going out when she's dressed as Amber, then how often she talks about being Amber, and finally, the time she got mugged, dressed as Amber. If you're not enticed enough, well, you should be. Stay tuned. So we've got more Amber coming your way here in another installment of the Curious Conversations with me, Giselle Marisol, and episode 117 of the Cross Yas podcast. It's a doozy that you'll surely enjoy. So, you ready to hear it? Yas! Yas, yas, yas. Yas, 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 yas. Cross Yas podcast with Giselle Marisol. Yas! Yas! Yas, 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 yas. Yas, yas, yas. Welcome to the Cross Yas podcast, the podcast that still says yas to everything related to cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender. I'll be your host, Giselle Marisol. You know I'm a cross-dresser who's taking back the word cross-dresser. I consider myself transgender in the gigantic transgender umbrella, and this podcast will surely take you on a journey that I'm hoping you'll take with me. Help support this podcast by going to our website, crossyaspodcast.com and click on our Patreon links that we've got bonus stuff for you to enjoy. Chat with me, Sierra, and other wonderful Cross Yas listeners on our Cross Yas Confidential Discord, which is also available on our website for even more support. And finally, if you enjoyed Amber's story, and you have your own personal story that's cross-dressing, sexuality, and or gender-related, but you're apprehensive and don't know if you can reach out to talk to someone, because you're probably wondering, hmm, no one really knows about me, but I wonder if anyone really wants to hear my story? Well, duh, have you heard me before? I'm a nosy-ass bitch that loves when people tell me their story, so please, you know the answer. The answer to your burning question, well, it's a loud frickin' yes! Hit me up to zell at crossyaspodcast.com, DM me on Instagram at crossyaspodcast, or chat me up on Discord, rochi underscore mochi pound 7325. I'm waiting for you. Come on. Got another lovely curious conversation for you. This time, Amber, a crossdresser from Michigan, who, I don't know, this Curious convo was originally supposed to be our first ever video and audio interview available to everyone. Unfortunately, the video editing portion has taken a bit longer than I expected, so the video portion will be up TBD. So you're just going to have to wait for it a bit longer. But for now, it's available here in this episode, episode 117, in audio form, so I hope you enjoy it. I conducted this uh, Curious convo up couple months back, I think in February or March of 2021, and I'm super excited to share this conversation with you. It's over an hour long, but Amber revealed a lot of information about her cross-dressing, going out, and how she's currently living her best life. 
I think you'll relate to her as much as I did because like many of the guests on here, she's definitely got a story that you surely want to hear. So I'll stop blabbering. I kind of do that a lot and give you a curious conversation with Amber featuring me, your host, Giselle Mirasol. Enjoy, everyone. Happy listening. Uh, well, welcome, Ember, to the Cross the Yas podcast, the first video ever. This is amazing. This is great. This is great. Very, um, very honored you, to be here. Yes, yes. Do you want to introduce yourself, girl? Do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Amber. I identify as a cross-dresser. I live in the great state of Michigan, just north of Detroit. And I have, um, I don't remember how I found your podcast, but I did about, I don't know, how long has it been going on? So we started in 2019. Okay. So I think about a year I've been listening to it and it was like okay. my go-to podcast while I was running last summer. Nice. So I'm hoping to continue that once the weather, it's been warming up here a little bit. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's a perfect podcast for me to listen to while I run because I don't worry about yeah. running. It's, it's the shit. So yes, yes, yes. So yeah. um, I think we well, we've tried to book something earlier and just a lot of schedule conflicts. And today it almost didn't happen. And then I was like, holy shit, I can still get her. I can still get her. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm super pumped. Like, this is this is sweet. Thank you so much. Yes. Um, sorry, I don't look great. You do, by the way. I'm going to every still- from now on, I'm just going to like, uh, like, freaking honor my guest who looks amazing. You look great. Look at your makeup's done. The hair is great. It's my real yeah, hair. I'm just going to Oh, I know. No, yeah, you grew it out. <laughs> grew it out, growing it out, growing it yeah, out. Yeah. You want to tell us a little bit about yourself? What brings, like, what, yeah. what, what should we know about Amber? What is it? What is it about you, girl? Well, how late can you stay up? Because I mean, it's six o'clock here. So, how does tomorrow morning sound? So we're good. Yeah, tell us your whole life story. This is the Amber podcast at yeah. this point. Yeah, it's a six-part series. <laughs> how about just like a quick, brief introduction, and then we can. We can, you know, get into it as we go. So in terms of historical cross-dressing origin story, everybody likes to hear that, I think, right? I mean, at least I do when I hear other people talk about it. I recall as a kid kind of being drawn towards women's clothing a little bit. And then my most vivid memory, I guess, going back would be right around middle school. I'm late 30s. I don't know. I think we're pretty close in age. How old are you again? Uh, 16. Six. <laughs> right. Yeah, so I'm, I'm 32. I'm 32, unfortunately. Fortunately, unfortunately. So well, You're still young compared to me. No, I'm like a couple <laughs> years older than you. But anyway, I remember seeing the, Ru- the original Ru- RuPaul show on VH1. It was on like super late nights back. I think mm-hmm. I was in, I think I was in middle school. And I just remember like watching her and being like, damn, she's hot. And just feeling like, I don't know, like I kind of wanted to look like her in a way. And like, I liked her style and like just this wild dresses and shit she would wear. So that's kind of where it started, I think. Well, in terms of like getting it a little bit more, right? Because you're starting to get through puberty and that kind of thing. And then high school hit or miss sure but college you know that's for i think a lot of people as well that's where i kind of expanded at least a little bit in in stages here and there 
like I had a bag of clothes I hid behind my my bed in my dorm my freshman year. I can't believe I did that. Like I I was far more brave than than I am now, I guess, but it was kind of scandalous. And I think my roommate found it eventually, but he was kind of a stoner, so I think he forgot about it. <laughs> stoners do that. Yeah, yeah stoners yeah. do that. So yeah, anyway, college I would say is kind of like when I really started I don't want to say really getting into it, but, you know, realizing that it was a part of who I am kind of thing and slowly but surely getting, you know, buy more clothes, being comfortable with buying clothes, realizing what I like, what I don't like, experimenting with makeup. And yeah, so that's kind of the long, short story of uh, how it started and it's progressed since then. Tell us about the progress, girl. What how what did it progress to? To this? To this monstrosity of beauty over here? Okay. <laughs> yeah, to this shit show over here. Um <laughs> I will say I've never actually purged, which I'm I don't you know, I don't want to like puff my chest out because I'm sure I've come close many times, but uh, I've never purged before. So that's one thing I can say. It's definitely been some ebbs and flows, right? So Certain times in my life, you know, in college, I would do it if I'm alone, right? But there'd be a year or two where I'd be, say, I'm dating a girl, and you know, you kind of test the waters and see do you think she'd be cool with it or not. Most of the time, probably not, unfortunately. But a couple times it, along the way, some girls were cool with it. A couple. So, you know, like I said, ebbs and flows. Sometimes it's been pushed into a closet for a while. And then it reemerges. Eventually, that urge just comes shouting back, and I think a lot of a lot of girls can attest to that. Where you know you try to—I don't necessarily want to say suppress it, but you kind of like either you don't want to do it for a period of time, or whatever circumstances in your life make it not really available to you. But then mm-hmm. when it when you do get that time, like oh shit, my roommate's out of town this weekend. Let's do it. So. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I feel like I'm bouncing over, bouncing all over right now. But that's kind of let's bounce, let's bounce. Where where are we going next? <laughs> let's hear your origin story. Um, so my mom's prenatal care started when she had sex with my father, and then <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I mean, my if you haven't heard the podcast, I was a cross dresser since I knew I was nine. After I cross dressed and realized I like hosiery, and then I'm like, "Huh, I want to do more than this." And then, like you, when you had more free time in college, I didn't really experience much through, you know, either wearing like sneaking panties around the house of your sisters or moms or something. And like high school and then college, it was like, "Oh wow, you can actually be yourself. You can think for yourself. It's kind of nice um, to have your own kind of mind." And went to Halloween parties, dressed up like that kind of thing. And then here I am today, having a podcast. <laughs> about cross-dressing and it's great you the star you've become it's amazing yeah, yeah sure star. yeah <laughs> yeah well i got the big time person i got you so i got amber you guys oh, I got amber. Me? yeah you i got you so but um here we are having a great conversation so far holy shit i'm so amazed sorry by the way that we have video sorry <laughs> it's yeah, amazing. i'm a little terrified but let's just keep going yeah. with it I mean, you look great. I'm gonna look like this, which is fine. Um, oh, you look I've learned to embrace this. I don't know, but do you want to tell uh, tell us about what, how you identify, what your gender identity is, sexual orientation, that kind of thing? 
where that yeah sits. so for me i don't i kind of have a hard time putting myself in a specific bucket cross-dressing for me is like a it's a part of who i am but it's not don't get me wrong i think about it quite a bit but mm-hmm. i probably i mean i live my male life 95 percent of the time if not more so you know i guess in that sense i listened to i think it was kelly's podcast a couple weeks ago and she identified as bi gender and her explanation of it made sense to me so you're either like i'm either in guy mode or i'm in girl mode and that's kind of how i identify as well so right now obviously i'm in girl mode um are you i can tell it's like i don't know she's wearing a wig really weird just a little bit yeah (laughs) yeah so that's kind of how i guess i identify in that sense sexuality wise that's a little trickier i'm definitely yeah i'm definitely not in a bucket like i i have dabbled in lots of buckets if we're gonna use the bucket analogy let's go into the buckets what's in those buckets girl (laughs) hope they're clean so yeah uh depends on your definition of clean yes what it tells us about those okay so dressed up typically so you know if i'm dressed up and i'm like it's not like when i dress up i'm just looking to get it on with somebody but if somehow that transpires my preference is other cross dressers typically as amber Mm -hmm. In the past, there have been some females in my life that have, I don't know that I loved it, but they were cool enough to at least try it with me while I'm dressed up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's, I would say those are pretty much my two buckets right there in terms of sexuality. Like I I find other cross-dressers and not even just to use that term necessarily, but other, I guess cross-dressers is an okay term to use, but. I, I, I find myself attracted to other girls who present as I do, if that makes okay. sense. Okay. So is your is your sexuality based on how you're presenting? Like if you're not in amber mode and you're in guy mode, you're still attracted to crossdressers? Or is it like is it contingent upon you being amber um, specifically to make you interested in other crossdressers? That's a good question. I would say I'm probably more I'm like more comfortable with it as Amber, but mm-hmm. I have done in guy mode. Have I found other crossdresser? Have I found crossdresser attractive mm-hmm. and you know fooled around? Yeah, I have, and I've enjoyed it. So, mm-hmm. equal opportunity, yeah. I guess. Is there you go? That's right, Amber. That's right. Use the use those those keywords. Equal opportunist. <laughs> I love it. Amber's an equal opportunist. She's an equal opera. You know how when you get you get a job or you're applying for a job and they say like we're an equal employer right, equality right. employer not, that's you you're an equal employer of all of these spread the word <laughs> yes yes so are you currently in a relationship as a guy in like a are you married or do you have like a significant other or are you what what is that situation lie now uh yeah i have a significant other currently female okay okay and how's that or does she know about amber are you hiding in the corner because she doesn't know like no like, she she knows Okay. I I made a point of it pretty early on in the relationship to let her know. I think it was, I don't remember, fourth or fifth date. It's, it's been a while. Mm. And I kind of just dropped the bomb. Like, I, I may have had a couple of cocktails in me, but, nice. it's, you know, build up that liquid courage. That's the way to do it. Mm. 
And how did she take that? Um, I think she, initial shock and didn't quite understand it, which is understandable, right? I don't, I don't think most girls would expect that, or females, I should say, or whatever term we want to use. But it's kind of grown to this thing where it's kind of a thing I do on my own. And, you know, like right now, I'm just doing my own thing, right? And mm-hmm. she knows it, and it's kind of cool that I can do my, it's like my time, me time, or whatever you want to call it. And I'm just hanging out down here, hanging out, chatting with you, right? So true yeah what else would i rather be doing truthfully true true is there was there like a a point of like a, i don't know distrust or within the relationship because she didn't i mean i guess she did come to her pretty early on but like does she have any preconceived notions about your gender or that kind of thing i think a little bit and it may still be there a little a, might still linger a little bit as well like worrying that i want to transition or whatever and i told her like personally i don't want to Mm -hmm. and i am 100 percent supportive of anyone that does want to and has taken that path but i think that was like her initial thought or worry for whatever reason Mm -hmm. but but yeah i mean i i think we're in a fairly good place with it right now it's still it's not 100 percent ideal i wouldn't say but it's pretty close okay okay like i guess the other part is too is within your support system and her support system too, do other people know about Amber? Was it tough for you to tell? Oh, it's just between you and your wife. Is that it? I've told, I think I mentioned this earlier, but I've told some ex girlfriends in the past. So there's probably carry the seven, like 57 girl. No, like five nice. girls. I know. <laughs> okay. Nice. Nice. But no one else, like, you know, like a best guy friend or like whatnot, and they don't no, know anything so about it. My guy side is completely different. It's like the typical, what you might not quite like, I'm not going to go as far as to say like frat boy, because I was not in a frat, but just like dudes hanging out with dudes kind of deal. Like as a guy, hmm. I am, I present completely different than I do as Amber and I, you know, I, I have a, a good amount of close friends, but I don't think that me telling them about this would ever benefit the relationship for probably 90% of them. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Is it because of this, like, because you fear their disdain or like rejection from them? Or is it just because they, you don't, I don't know, you don't care about their opinion regarding it or I don't know. I just, I mean, I guess I don't see a benefit in telling them. Like, if I told them, I don't think I'd ever, I could be wrong. Maybe, maybe I'm being too harsh, but I don't think we'd ever get to a point where they'd be like, oh yeah, come on over as Amber kind of deal. It would be like, what's, wow, why do you do that kind of thing? And you're not, you don't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's my guess. I I guess I'm not 100% sure that that would be their reaction, but. I have a pretty good sense that that's how it would go down. Interesting. So you do want to keep that life separate or is it you're yeah. kind of forced to? <laughs> um, or do you feel forced maybe, to, I guess? Maybe a little bit of both. Like I, I'm mm. fine. I'm fine having two sides to myself. Like I, I have some, I mean, the last year I haven't 
seen anybody, but I have a couple um, fairly local cross-dressers that I've hung out with in the past and, like, I oh, stay nice. in touch with. So, like, I have, nice. I do have friends I communicate with, you know, in person and, you know, on Instagram and kick and stuff like that as well to chat with. So, I'm totally cool with having Amber B on the left and Guy Side on the right. Is it ideal? I mean, ideally, could I blend the two when need be? Maybe, but at the same time, like I said, I'm totally cool with left and right. Hmm. Not to say there's anything yeah. wrong with, you know, blending it, but for now and right now, I'm totally cool with that. Got it. So Amber is liberal versus Guy Amber is a hard-on uh, <laughs> Republican. Got Absolutely it. Got it. not. No? <laughs> I'm, I'm liberal in every sense of the word got record. it okay okay so have you gone out in public as oh, ever yeah. outside yes. the house oh, oh yeah. again not not in the last year obviously but oh um, right right where do you go like i know you you said you don't want to keep it you want to keep it private but still kind of be that well, person with private in terms of like away from my friends i guess not that okay yeah so i mean i've gone out to there's a couple bars in Detroit I've gone to a few times over the last shit. How long has it been? Here it's like once or twice a year. Well, maybe more than that. It depends on the year, I guess. A few times a year I'll go out to you know. There's some bars in Detroit. Um, GG's is one. It's not in the best neighborhood, but I actually tell you a quick story before we not Love to stories. discourage anyone from going there. But <laughs> tell me, my first time ever going out. So I had been chatting with this other girl on Yahoo back in the day. So nice. this is probably, let's see, I'm guessing like 10, let's just say 10 years ago, maybe more, probably mm-hmm. more than that, whatever. It might be 15. Anyway, we've been chatting and she had gone out a bunch of times and she's like, oh, you should come. I'm like, I don't know. I was like really nervous to go. So one night she's like, yeah, come over. You can get ready here and we can go out. I'll drive all that good stuff. So uh, eventually it all worked out where I was able to go over there. I got ready and we drove down there and we got there a little bit late. So the main parking lot was full. So we had to park right across the street, like 50 yards away. And it wasn't in the gated lot. And I kid you not, no more than 30 seconds after getting out of the car, two guys came up to us, pointed a gun and fucking mugged us what the fuck yeah so i had like my little purse with i think i had like 50 bucks in it and my id i was more worried about my id and my credit card right and the 50 mm-hmm. bucks and also this is the first time i've ever gone out so i'm already like nervous as shit oh Jesus. And this happens right so i'm like super panic mode she's like do you still want to go in i'm like fuck no i don't want to go in like, i gotta cancel <laughs> these credit cards i gotta figure this shit out so that was like the worst first time experience, right? It took me probably a year to build up the courage to go back out again. And, you know, I'm not trying to paint a bad picture on that place or Detroit or anything. But since then, been totally cool. It was just happenstance. And I think being outside of the gated lot was had a lot to do with it. But yeah, I, I've been out. Like I said, that's that's been a long time. Let's just say three, four times a year, roughly. Hmm. And... In Detroit, actually, the last few years, there's been these events called Detroit Invasion. 
Check it out, tginvasion.com. And the last one I went to that was like a really bigger one was, I think it was July of 2019. And there were probably, I was there for one of the nights. So typically it's like a Thursday through Sunday deal. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of more like a low key, like I'll go to a bar or two and like hang out at the hotel. They do a lot of, a lot more involved events, like go to the casino or go to, there's a boat ride they went on. It, it all sounds cool, but I, at the time I just wasn't hundred percent comfortable to do it. Just, that's just on me. But everyone that goes on it has a blast. And I went, like I said, in July, I met some girls that I were, I had talked to online, which was really cool to see, like meet them in person, you know, and then met a bunch of other girls too. So that was great. And I'm really hoping we can do, or it's going to happen again this year in a couple months. So yeah, I, I've been out a few times and, you know, I, I still get a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. Like I'm still not hundred percent comfortable doing it, but I can admit that, and I still have a good time doing it. So, yeah, it's all good. Yes. Are you, um, are you like, I mean, you're obviously super passable, but are you like afraid that you're not, or that like you're, are you like, are you like eight foot tall? I know you're sitting down, but like, are you like <laughs> nine foot three? Like, no, I'm not, I'm not that tall. It's not okay. even about that. It's just like, I don't know. You know, I, I think it's when I dress up, I typically wearing things that are somewhat scandalous. Not that that's like, the main reason i'm just i haven't done it enough to like just be able to walk out the door and not think twice about it i guess mm-hmm. you know like i said a couple times a year but four days out of a year is what less than one percent whatever yeah so yeah. you know it's just my own thing i need to get and and being especially the one in july like there was a bunch of hotel rooms that were reserved for this event so you could just walk out your door and you see girls walking by, which just made a huge difference. You know, I felt far more comfortable just, you know, getting out of my room and walking around and that sort of thing. So really hoping we can get it back going in July. I think as far as I know, it's going to happen. So hopefully with the vaccine and stuff, have you gotten your vaccine? No. Have you been vaccinated? I don't believe I mean, in it. Interesting. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, I was like, Interesting. Let me go ahead and type that anti-vaxxer. <laughs> um, no, I won't. In, in the past year, though, have you found it more difficult to be Amber, or has it been more? Is it been easier with being locked down? Like that's, I guess, that's a question that everyone faces. But for you, like, what has the last year been for you that you've either learned about Amber or kind of not learned about Amber? Um, well, I definitely bought a lot of clothes in the last year. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not being able to go out again, not. A lot of I don't need to go out to dress up. Like I'm totally cool hanging out in my basement, having a couple drinks, dressing up, whatever, taking a couple pictures. I don't know that I've I've learned that I want to do it more. Maybe, mm-hmm. but I guess I've kind of already known that historically. And I've all I guess you know you don't appreciate something till it's taken away from you a lot of times. So right. not having the option to go out. Like right now, could I go out? I don't even know if the bars, eh, the bars might be open like at 25% or whatever it is, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to roll the dice on that. But yeah, having the option to say, oh, maybe I'll just go out for a drink, right? And just drive down there, just hang out. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes me crave the social aspect of it more. Like, yeah, I can chat with girls on Instagram and all that kind of thing and post pictures, but like the in person interaction is, I find that to be the most 
I don't want to say valuable. That's a pretty strong word, but the most, the part I appreciate the most is maybe what I'm trying to say. Yes. Yes. I mean, yeah, for the last year or so, I mean, the podcast is somewhat blown up because I think more people are inside and just having to force to like do things online or like talk to one another via the internet. Right. So like, it's been nicer to reach like more people kind of, I guess, and just have people listen to you. It's weird. It's really weird. I don't know. Yeah. Odd. How are you? I mean, I've been listening the past year, so there you go. Thank you. The second listener. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate the two listens. Two listens, everyone. Thank you, guys. Um, have you... Wait, does Kelly live near you? I know she lives in Michigan. I don't know if she lives near you. Have you reached um, out to her? I think I met her in passing at one of the events two years ago, maybe. Right. Okay. From what I remember, she lives on the west side of the state, so it's like a couple hours away, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the internet is nice that you're like, oh, you're cool, you're in Michigan. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you're like right. 600 miles away. Damn. Or one But um, surprisingly, there are a lot of cross-dressers slash transgender people in the Midwest. I mean, Michigan's technically in the Midwest. And, yeah. I mean, it's funny that you guys like all just know each other <laughs> or pass by each other and like, yeah, I think that, that group is. Yeah, I mean, there's, yeah. you know, the I think the invasion event really helped a lot of girls to be able to feel comfortable going out and you know the age spectrum on it and the gender spectrum if you want to go there too it's everybody on all parts of it which is great right so Mm -hmm. you know you can have young middle-aged older and everybody's just hanging out having a good time you know no no bullshit no drama it's just in my experience at least at that event it's been really great not that i'm I'm not actually getting paid to promote this for the record, but <laughs> okay. I'll let them know yeah. this isn't, there's no paid programming or no paid uh, sponsorship, but we would take their money in right. a heartbeat. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. I mean, I, I just find it kind of cool that like that. I, I think there's just people who reach out and want that, you know, connection. And I know COVID has just been so shitty with yeah. like, like for me and you, like I crave going outside sometimes and just hanging out with other cross-dressers. Like I can only, and also I can only cross-dress or be my Giselle self outside so much with in person with another person and wear a mask. Like, I don't know. Like I love wearing face makeup and then just being like, yeah. uh, like, well, that's a like, good point. I don't know. Like, I didn't even think about it that way. Like I haven't even attempted to go out as Amber during COVID. And that's, yeah, that would make it like, that'd be a huge detractor for sure i mean and this is like fucked up or not fucked up but it's funny like i was the slut i love being the slut and it's hard to be the slut when your face is covered but like your body is all like <laughs> you look sexy and you're like hey like oh, i don't know it's just I, it's hard to feel feminine i mean feminine doesn't necessarily mean it's not doesn't necessarily mean sexy or slutty or whatnot and i know that's just one version of femininity but like i liked being that person i like being the center of attention i don't know if you are or i know you talked about that yeah but what kind of girl is amber how so, about you describe the kind of girl question is? sometimes <laughs> i like that feeling like mm-hmm. if it's if it's other cross-dressers that are giving me the attention i love it mm-hmm. but at the same time in my experience going out to bars again not a lot but there's also like this contingent of like these creepy kind of guys that are always lurking around and that's a shit i don't want to even deal with personally like i know some girls like it and that's cool but not my style 
So that's where I I try to somehow find the middle ground there where I can like still feel sexy about what I'm wearing. I mean, mm-hmm. most of the shit I have is fairly scandalous, which is nice. cool. And I get that, you know, as a guy, I would I would look at someone wearing what I'm wearing. So I totally get that. Um, but yeah, I try to, there's always that like delicate balance. So going with, with other girls I found is a good detractor for the, for lack of a better word, the creepers to come up and, you know, hit on you or whatever. Yeah. Part of me misses the creepers. I used to miss the creepers because I'd get some form of attention out there when I used to dress very scandalously. I'd be like, oh, he likes me. Eh, not really, but it'll gross. Go away. But oh, yeah. it's nice to know that you're kind of like envied. Uh, not envied, but like prey. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> but like, like, oh, oh, like I'm liked enough by that weirdo. Thanks, weirdo. <laughs> I miss those days. Um, yeah, I miss I just miss dressing up. Um, I know you said what? you shop a lot. What are you What are you buying? Like, what What exactly is Amber buying these days? Too much. Too much shit. Um, <laughs> so I buy a lot of dresses, typically on Venus dot com. Another non paid okay. promotional item, right there. Yes. Yeah. Are you Venus. familiar with Venus at all? I'm not. Tell Tell us about. It. Tell the Cross the Yas listener about Venus. They're in your home state, I believe. They're in Cali. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, just a lot of. I mean, they have a lot of scandalous stuff, but also like not quite as not quite to the hooker level, right? It's more of... okay. I don't, I don't know. Sure, maybe not be my style, but okay, <laughs> I'll look it up. <laughs> no, they, like a lot of you know sexy dresses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Amazon, always oh, can't can't hang out Amazon. DSW, I just bought a couple mm-hmm. new. I'm a, like a huge fan of knee high boots. Like I, it's my yes. shit. Hooker. Love it. Yeah, Love exactly. It. Fuck me boots. Pretty woman. Okay. Got it. Right. <laughs> so I have a couple of those coming. One's like stuck on a boat somewhere. So I'm kind of upset about that. It is what it is. True. Yeah. yeah. That and my style's pretty consistent. I just typically, well, pre-COVID, it was like twice a year. I'd have like a mini, per, a mini spending session where I'd buy a bunch of shit. COVID, it was more gradual and like Every month, I <laughs> yeah. something that I definitely didn't need. Yeah. I'll take some pictures of my... I have a little closet back here. I think you can see it back there. A little bit, yeah. You can't see, see what's yeah. in it, but I'll take some pictures and send them. I have yes. I have lots of shit. I'm not trying to brag about it either, but I have far too much. Far too... You know, way more than I need. But that's... Humble brag. That's part of the fun, right? It is. You see something and you want it, and you're like, oh, I don't need it. But then eventually you convince yourself that, well, maybe you don't need it, but you really... You'd look good on you, right? You do look good. I hate that. I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I used to be a bigger shopper. It used to be really bad. And I'd be like, okay, we're running out of space. We can't really put anything else in these yeah. things. But are you and your significant other? Do you guys have share clothes? Is it just sort of like, no, my stuff is my stuff? And... Um, I mean, my stuff, my style and her style are not quite the same. Hmm. Like mine's, I keep saying scandalous, but it's, it's a little more scandalous than, than hers. Not to say that I'm just, wearing you know leopard print dresses every day just like four got it days. okay but yeah it's yeah our styles are definitely not the same and what is she is she amish is that what we're talking about no not necessarily amish but okay i'm i i like a like a tight fitting dress or like a skirt or some 
second yes. boots. Like I won't Same. personally, I, I own zero pairs of flats. Like if I'm going to do it, my feet might hurt like shit the next day or even while I'm wearing them, usually mm-hmm. both, but that's just how I'm going to roll. So hmm. I have five pairs of boots and a bunch of heels and all that other shit. Like if I'm going to do it, I'm doing it up. If that makes sense. Go big or go home. I gotcha. Exactly. I gotcha. Yes. Um, I do want to talk about your makeup. It does look great. It's hard to, you know, see in the, in this thing. I know you'll take millions of photos, um, but how did you learn to do makeup girl? And where, what is your makeup? What are you wearing? Um, great question. So you're good at asking questions. By the way. I am. A, I have, that is why I have this because people like to listen to me ask questions and we're, we're doing this off book. I'm just like looking at you and I'm like, you look great fucker. You're, like you're far, you're far too kind. <laughs> I'm going to ask you a question after this, but yeah, answer your question. Mm-hmm. One of my ex-girlfriends back in the day, this is, let's just say 10 or so years ago, I told her about it and she was the initial shock. I think that's just natural, right? But then eventually she became pretty cool about it and Ooh. she would actually dress me up in her clothes. Ooh. And eventually. Lucky bitch. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty cool actually. And then she, she started doing my makeup and that's kind of how I learned it. And by no means am I great at makeup. I think it's just the, whatever filter we have going on right now makes it look good. But yeah, the beauty filter. Yeah. That's gotta be it. <laughs> we, we paid for it for the, for just for the session <laughs> for the extra beauty filter. Thank you. Check is in the mail. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for me personally, like makeup isn't a huge part of it. It's kind mm-hmm. of a, I don't, know that unnecessary evil is might be too strong but like for me i I, like the clothes is the most exciting part of it for me like dressing actually dressing up and like picking out you know the sweater this top these boots bra thong yada yada you name it for me that's like wearing a thong too always yes yeah yes (laughs) i can love it like (laughs) Makeup, like I'm cool. I'm trying to like convince myself that because usually I'm just so excited to dress up. I'm like kind of rushing through my makeup, even if I have all night, kind of like tonight. I was like, all right, take your time. Just go with it and, you know, see what happens. So I I, kind of think I'm more of a minimalist when it comes to makeup. You know, I'll, I'll put on concealer and some not a lot. Actually, I'm not. Really it looks, yeah, it looks pretty good. It looks, it does look natural, but it doesn't look like cakey. I hate when makeup gets cakey and it's just like, I don't know. I get it, but it's like, it may look great in photos, but when you look at a person and, you know, you ever see cakey makeup, you're like, yeah. Ugh. I mean, that's one thing I definitely think I would like to maybe expand upon and like just become a little more patient about it mm-hmm. and learn a little bit better. But mm-hmm. we'll see. Yeah. Maybe yeah. not. So do you splurge on, you don't splurge on makeup though. Right, you just like oh, I just buy this and I buy it. it like when I need it. Essentially, the complete opposite of all the clothes in my closet. Mm, nice, yeah. nice. Okay, okay. You said you had a question for me. I was love answering questions. What's oh yeah. Question <laughs> so, tell me about. Sorry to flip the table on you, but no, let's flip the table. Fuck it, it's over. It's a monopoly. Fuck it, that just over. flip okay. the table. So. When when did you last dress up? And like in your mind, is dressing up like a all or nothing thing? Like it kind of is for me. Or what is your like what is your take on that sort of thing? 
I love that question because um, thank you. It means cross dressing. Well, I mean, we already assume is is um, binary, right? You're dressing as the other sex, and it's just that those two. Um, I last dressed up for the podcast videos. Uh, I'm gonna start for the Discord where I wore like a dress and I wore makeup, and it was fun. It's to me that's not dressing up. Dressing up, dressing up to me was like going to a club, like getting my hair done, getting my nails done shaving sugaring yeah basically there was like no hair on my body except my head and my like eyebrows right like to you. me that's femininity at like it's true idealistic yep. form or same here. You, you know what i mean like i like i'm hairy look at these armpits babe they're, they're like they're fucking hairy as shit like that to me that's like i mean that's feminine maybe french feminine sorry feminine sorry french women out there i mean <laughs> they, they might think this is sexy but to me i'm like uh, maybe not so sexy yeah but i remember like going to the salon and getting it just all like sugared or all waxed off and wearing like, again, this is just like, and Kirsten, my wife, who I talk about on the podcast all the time is she always says like, you need to start dressing less like a slut <laughs> and dress like what women typically wear, like jeans or pajamas or like, you know, instead of like bodycon dresses every fucking night, like no, no, no respectful woman wears bodycon dresses unless you are Again, not trying to offend any hookers or sluts out there, but unless you're like a slut trying to attract like a sexual partner for cash or something, right? Like you are selling your body or selling your stuff. And sometimes part of it was like, I felt the most feminine when I look like a fucking slut. Sorry. Yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like, like the biggest compliment I've ever gotten, which I always love, or I love when I get compliments when I, when I used to, when we went to New Orleans for, uh, I went to a bachelorette of my uh, good friend from nursing school wearing my um, Fashion Nova, shout out to all the Fashion Nova uh, hoes out there who, if you know Fashion Nova, just very like club-like. We need to get some new, some sponsors for this. We're just yeah, why are we not getting sponsored? I need to wear more <laughs> slutty clothes for these kinds of interviews. This is stupid. I just wear, I just go outside just wearing like the slutty outfit. It's so stupid. But I remember we were walking down, um, you know, Bourbon Street and like, I was clearly the sluttiest of the group because everyone was not as slutty, but I was just wearing my, I love rompers. Shout out to rompers. Still my favorite thing ever. Love one piece things to wear. That's it. I'm like you, very lazy, very minimalist. Let's just do it. Right. Or, and I got a compliment of, girl, you look great. And I was like, oh, th- me? Thanks. And it just, that was it. Like, and maybe it was just how good my hair looked or how good the dress looked on me. And obviously I gained a lot of weight since COVID. Thanks, COVID. But to that, to that end of just being like recognized, which I'm sure you've ever, you felt being like, yes, girl, what? Yes. Where you're validated mm-hmm. that sometimes like I never really got as a guy. And right, I talked right. to as a person like, like looking like this, it's just like, until I met Kirsten, she was the first person to say, I mean, my last ex, my ex-girlfriend or her, her said it once or twice, but like when they say like, you look cute. And I'm like, wait, really? As in guy mode, you're like, really? That's, that's new. But when you're said it, when you're, when people tell you like, tell you that more when you're dressed as Amber or dressed like Giselle and people are like, you look fucking great. And that's the beauty of social media, right? Like you, people are like, Ooh, yes, girl, you look amazing. This and you're validated every fucking post you do you're just going to constantly just kind of post these kinds of similar photos i don't know but yeah that's that's feminine to me even though it's not you know not necessarily the right thing to do but it's just how i feel i I feel you on that yeah that's cool yeah that's me how about you girl i know do you feel the most feminine when you're slutted up (laughs) i mean (laughs) what not yeah i think i'm my response would be very similar to yours for the most part 
mm-hmm. again, going out for me is not as prevalent as I would like it to be. But when I do and creepers aside, right, if I'm like if I either I'm with like a crew of girls that I'm cool with and or meet other girls at the bar, getting a compliment from anybody, it always feels good. Like I think even again, I try to stay away from the creepers, but I would lie. I'd be lying if I said that hearing, oh, hey, you look good or whatever, whatever shitty pickup line I'd hear. It kind of feels good, even though it might creep me out. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I mean, when I went to the last time I went out back in July of, it was like 2001, whatever, 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, you know, I met a bunch of girls I had never met before. I was, you know, again, I'm not, I'm pretty introverted naturally. Like Amber, I think has a little bit more of an extrovert feel to her than, than my guy's side. And I don't know if that's the case for a lot. Maybe it is. I don't know. But yeah, even even then, like getting out, just like walking out of my hotel room. It's just like the anticipation is the hardest part of it. Like once I'm out there, mm-hmm. like I'm usually pretty cool. Right. But just like getting dressed and like looking at my hair, my makeup and like, oh, shit, should I put on the blonde wig or should I take off these fuck me boots and put on these other ones? a bad joke but um <laughs> i got it i got you yeah, I got yeah. You. just like Thanks. critiquing everything and then eventually just you just have to fucking do it right mm-hmm. like i had to walk mm-hmm. down i had to walk down the hallway go down the elevator and then once i got there totally cool right and i met again i met a bunch of girls like, oh you look great think and i'm just like what the second i heard that i'm like my tension level went from here to like okay Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where's the bar let's go (laughs) let's get fucked up yeah let's do it let me ask you about your um the girls you were talking about you run with or whatever are they um cisgendered women are they biological women are they other cross-dressers or trans people and tell me tell us like tell the cross yas listener like how you met them and what they're like i guess so you're talking about like other cross-dressers actually because because that's the main thing a lot of cross-dressers don't feel supported or they feel like they can't meet these other people like where did you meet these people what are they like how what's their like you know what's their thing so i think it started for me you're proud i don't know if you're old enough to remember this but yahoo chat rooms or actually probably aol aol i was gonna say aol chat rooms the door closing door opening noises yeah (laughs) I think GeoCities was a Yahoo thing back then. Nice. GeoCities, shout out. Yeah. But I think like primarily was Yahoo Messenger. And mm-hmm. how how did I how did I found them? I don't really remember, to be honest. I don't know if there was like a you could look up people based on their location or whatever. There's maybe there was like a group like Michigan crossdressers or something, probably something like that. Yeah. But I mean, you know, the internet kind of came about when I was in middle school, kind of around the same time where I started um, watching RuPaul and VH1. So I kind of learned, you just kind yeah. of learn to find things you're looking for, I guess. So I remember vaguely AOL chat rooms and then it kind of progressed. And, you know, eventually like people would have these geo, I think it was a GeoCities website. So you could sort by, michigan girls or whatever the fuck it was back then so yeah just kind of i don't know just kind of learn about Mm -hmm. how to do it you know kind of growing up with the internet in a way 
and you know then going out obviously that's where you meet a ton of girls too and then you know you exchange whatever email or kick or instagram that sort of thing mm-hmm. so yeah i mean it's it's been slow and steady process you know again i don't go out a ton so a lot yeah. of my interaction is is on social media instagram that's that's where i contacted you obviously and mm-hmm. kick i have a few friends on kick i talk to so yeah that yeah sex friends those are all the friends i've met on kick like, i swear <laughs> to god it was like what 30 sex friends not that i've had sex with all 30 people but i was just like i either got a dick pic from them a booty pic i don't know it's just that, like it was, is that the origin story of kick is that what it's meant for pretty much i think kick is meant for sex i mean all these things are meant for sex right it's sex or like way to get off somehow but um yeah <laughs> so these girls are they are they other cross-dressers they're other like and they're other like okay and are they also kind of like reliant on each other to like help one another or they are more some more confident than others or like going out and every aspect of that spectrum are are girls Mm -hmm. i've talked to and or hung out with right so Mm -hmm. you know you i'll still get every now and then i'll get a message somewhere from like a younger girl saying hey i've i've never dressed up before can you help me right Mm -hmm. and i don't know it's not i don't do it enough to like have the time to help somebody i'm not saying that to like i'm not saying it yes. like a snooty bitch it probably sounds like it but it's just not my thing right now right like if i had time right. to do it every day maybe i'd be cool with that sure sure right but then you get girls who are i found that in my experience at least most of the girls i've talked to are more or less in the same boat as me where you do it when you are able to in a sense okay right? so this weekend i can maybe next weekend i can't Right, because I'm going, mm-hmm. I'm going to see my family or whatever it is, kind of thing. Okay. Like it's not like a, okay. I can do it whenever I want. So sure. aligning schedules throughout the years is usually has been a, you know, say hey, let's go out to to Gigi's, you know, oh I can't do it this weekend, oh I can't do it next weekend. So eventually you like find a weekend that aligns, kind of deal. All works, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, so- I'd say for the most part, girls are that I've interacted with for the most part are in the same boat. Okay. Right? So they're like I mean, in their guy life. And then the girl side comes out when, when time allows, if that makes sense. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask you. You said you did it around three to four times when you went out as Amber, but like with COVID, are you able to be Amber even more or is it like, even I mean, more I could like- tech. I mean, theoretically I could, I could dress up every night if I really yeah. wanted to. Um, it's just, I don't know. I guess I could. I, I, for me, it's typically like, it depends. It definitely ebbs mm-hmm. and flows. I have a hard time answering it, but yeah. I would say like yeah. once a month for sure. Like I'll go, I'll like, like this morning I woke up early, shaved everything. Like I'm like, nice. hey, when I'm doing it. I'm fucking doing it's it all hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I'm just shaving my legs. I'm shaving. I mean, use your imagination, everything else. Nice. So. <laughs> To me, that's like having just a quick sidebar, like having like smooth legs with thigh highs, which I'm wearing now. Like to me, that's like a huge. Yeah. It's not like I don't want to say a turn on, but it just makes me feel like amber, right? Like it's a big mm-hmm. part of it. Like if mm-hmm. I had, if I didn't shave my legs, I'd be like, it just doesn't feel 100% authentic. I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say is it like a. You don't feel it's. 
like a costume, right? Like some people say, oh, like, like, oh no, this is like, or some people argue, well, you're just wearing a costume. Like this is what you, it's like, I don't know if I feel about that. How do you feel about when people say like what you're doing is just a costume to be Amber or whatever? I mean, for me, that's not the way I've ever thought about it. Mm -hmm. I feel that part of me, it's just a part of who I am. I might present as male 95% of the time. And even though I'm only presenting as Amber 5% of the time, it doesn't mean that it's only 5% of who I am, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, I think about it far more than I actually dress up. And maybe that's why. Maybe I need to do it more and I won't think about it as much. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I've never thought about it as a costume. Like, right now, I'm not like, I don't feel like I'm a. When I think of a costume, I think of like Halloween. Like, I dress up mm-hmm. as like a fucking clown or something, right? Or a Power Ranger or some dumb shit like that. Not to hate on Power Rangers. Sorry for you. How dare you? I'm going to get so much hate mail for a fucking... Here, Amber, talk bad about the Power Rangers. Oh, what a bitch. Fuck this. This place is... This podcast is canceled. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I could hear it. It kind of aged me too, right? Most people are probably like, the fuck are the Power Rangers? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> those those 28-year-olds and above are going to fucking right. hate on this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've never felt it's a costume. It's just... When I'm Amber, I'm Amber, and I'm I'm cool with it. And it's it's still a part of like I'm not a different person necessarily. It's just a different persona, I guess, if that's mm-hmm. a good word for it. I don't know. How do you how do you feel about that? Um, it's definitely not a costume, but I do love Halloween. Although the last year or so kind of sucked because Halloween at home. What the fuck is that? Like that's some fucking stupid. Like Shit. to me, that's stupid. But I know people who were like, no, but it gives me a chance to dress up. But I was like, you could do that yesterday or tomorrow. No one gives a fuck. Like it's, it's yeah. Not- I have a good Halloween story. Ooh, yas. Give me all the stories, bitch. Yas. Shoot them out. <laughs> so maybe it's not that great, but this is when I was in college dating the girl who I told you was pretty cool with me dressing up and like helping with makeup and that sort of thing. Yas. Um, mm-hmm. So I think this was actually before I told her that it was a bigger part of me. It was Halloween was coming up and we were just talking about costumes. Like, oh, what if I just dress up as a girl like casually? bullshitting hoping she'd be cool with it she's like yeah let's do it so she did it and not knowing that i already had a closet full of shit in there like i didn't bring it up <laughs> um so we bought like this kind of crappy wig and she dressed me up with some of her clothes and we went to a party and some guy like came up and started hitting on me and didn't know that i was a guy so it was everybody just started laughing because everyone else like we were in a big group crew of people right so then I mean, he was probably shithoused, but whatever. It was just a funny story. Like, that was one of the first times I dressed up in public. Granted, it wasn't, like, fully how I would do it now, right? I wasn't wearing boots or whatever. But it was just kind of a funny story of me dressing up and someone not realizing that I was, in my mind at least, a guy in a dress. At that time, especially, a guy in a skirt or whatever I was wearing. How'd you feel though? What did that make you since you already knew you were a cross dresser and getting hit on by a, again, like a fucking drunk ass dude? But how did it make you feel? Oh, uh, I mean, it was more funny than anything, but I mean, I would lie if I said it didn't feel at least a little bit good, right? Come on. Mm-hmm. Fucking my mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you crave that attention again? I mean, maybe not from, dr- I know we talked a little bit about not drunk guys, but like, do you miss that attention? I mean, you're you're probably. I think you're in a happy relationship. Sorry if you're not <laughs> listening to a significant other, but like something about it, right? It's just like being envied in the room, like you, the oh, center yes. of attention. I, mean, I don't know if that you I know think, you feel that way. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, I mean, anytime 
I don't post a ton on Instagram, but when I do, like I almost you go into it and you're like, okay, I'm not saying this to brag at all either, but I'll post and I'll probably get, you know, I don't have a shitload of friends on there, but I'll get some likes on it, right? And you, someone might comment on it, and it, it feels good. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie about that, right? Someone says, oh, I like your dress, or oh, you look great, or you look sexy, or whatever. Yeah, it feels good. I don't. I don't know that I crave it, but at the same time, why else am I posting, right? Like you're posting mm-hmm. for a reason, mm-hmm. and it's okay, I think, to to want to feel maybe not validated might be too strong of a word, but to feel that hey, I'm dressing up and I feel good, and other people agree with me. So for that moment in time, that's okay. Hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I crave that attention sometimes. I mean, that's why I, sorry, I'm just going to be admit, I miss that attention. It was fun. Um, it's weird. How long do you think you could go for without being Amber? Let me ask you that question. Like, what's the longest you've gone? And don't say, oh yeah, well, 20 years. I shut the fuck up. I mean, that's like, like, what's the longest you could actually go before you're like the urge? Because sometimes I do like to talk about it in urges because some days I'm like, damn, I really wish I was Giselle. But like, I, th- I think I did a whole year. I didn't, I wasn't Giselle for a whole year because of COVID. And like, I think, and I was okay with it because I was focused on the podcast. But for you, how long could you, do you think you could act realistically I mean, go without being her? I feel like I probably think about it probably every day in some way, shape or form, but it doesn't mean I dress up every day. How long could I go? I mean, this is the first time I've done it in, let's see, probably six weeks. Well, so, I mean, how long could I go without, I mean, I, like I said, I, I think about it a lot, so that's kind of a hard question to answer, but yeah, I think like once a month for me is, it's not ideal, yeah. right? But it's enough for me to not like lose my mind, if that makes sense. Yeah, and it's, and it's I guess I'm leading to the, you wanting to be her almost every day isn't a signal to you that you might want to, you know, medically transition or socially well, transition. I don't know that I want to dress up every day, but I'm like, that might be, yeah, I might have overstated it. So it's okay. more of like, like I look at my closet and like, damn, that dress is sexy as shit. Or like, I like those boots. Or maybe like ninety nine percent time when I dress up, it's hundred percent like all the way, right? But sometimes I'll put on a thong and some leggings and some boots or whatever. But yeah, I mean, I, I definitely may have overstated that a little bit. I don't, I don't think I'm, I want to transition, nor have I ever really thought about it. For me, it's more of mm-hmm. like a damn that that dress is sexy or like I said, those, I like those shoes. Like I can just look at it and be like, Oh yeah, yeah. that's mine, bitch. Yeah. 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 I, I think I'm the same way. I think when people always say, Oh, well, you know, I hate, there's some like advice. It was in one of those like cross dressing books. I think I remember them saying it like the wife who wrote it said that like every, every boy or every guy that cross dresses is eventually want to transition or become a woman. And I'm like, I don't think that's true. Maybe present as one, yeah. but like full time, that shit sounds for me, a lot of work. And then I'm like, I don't want to lose that. And there is this, people have talked about it and I have a guest talk about it, but that like, there's that privilege as a kind of a cross dresser who just like is able to have the, the luxury or yeah. the, you know, the kind of the gifts of being a man, but also like, Right, can kind of experience what a woman feels, but you know it's kind of shitty to feel that way. And there's a little bit of guilt, just a tiny bit of guilt that, like, oh man, yeah, that's a good point. I don't want to I be mean, Yeah, you know, tomorrow I won't. I probably won't look like this tomorrow, and I'll go to the grocery store, and no one will look twice at me. Right. So yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying. Like I can be this today and be 
my guy self tomorrow. So yeah, I mean, I totally respect the courage of anyone that's transitioned or wants to, right? It's just, it's not for me, but I, you know, I get those that want to do it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I I do want to talk about it because we all do it. Is is cross-dressing a fetish for you? I think partially it is. Mm. Okay, explain. Can we take a quick break real quick? You got to pee? Yeah. (laughs) True. What are you drinking? I was going to ask you, what else are you drinking? What am I drinking? What are you pissing out? Yeah, what are you pissing out? Uh, I've had a couple of Trulies. Truly nice. Peach tea, yes. I should be drinking, but uh, I talked about it in another episode. I've gained so much weight in COVID times. Holy moly, is it bad? It is quite bad. Yeah, I'm really excited for the weather to turn so I can start running again outside. Get ready for July. Well, you can... Ugh, I'm ready for things to open up. This is ridiculous how we aren't able to go outside yet. Have you got your vaccine? Yeah, I've got both vaccines since I'm a nurse. Oh, yeah. And beginning oh, yeah. of end of January, I got both vaccines or both doses. Not both vaccines. I got all the, they gave me all the vaccines. They gave me <laughs> Pfizer, Moderna. They gave me Johnson. They gave it all to me because I'm a nurse. So I'm cool now. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. Um, planning to do stuff tomorrow. Who knows? Um, sorry about earlier. It was just a whole like, oh, no oh, I can't do it and whatnot. And then I was like, oh my God, I'm free. Let me rush to, <laughs> to you. And I knew you were getting ready. I was like, maybe she'll be to do stuff. Another interview. Hey, I'm glad we're doing it. I'm feeling pretty good about it. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. How do you feel about the podcast in general? I know you said you were fun with running it, but like with running, but like what's your, I mean, you're on an episode now, but like, what do you think about the podcast as a whole? Like anything I can improve on or anything you're um, like, well, you should I do think it. you do, and this isn't me kissing your ass. I think you do a really good job of asking questions and probing, but not probing mm-hmm. too, you're not like poking, if that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think I think you do a really good job on that. I think probably 90% of them I've 100% enjoyed. There's been Ooh, like okay. one maybe that I, it wasn't even like anything you did. It was just the person you were talking to. I was like, I don't know. I just didn't. Uh, I think all my guests have something to add, which is kind of cool. I mean, there's, there's some people you don't like or like, and I just like, honestly, I just re- release an episode and see what people think. Kind of like, like a net and just see if it catches yeah. your eye or listen to it. Cause there's shitty podcasts or shitty episodes of podcasts out there for any podcast. I'm like, oh, this oh, is, yeah. this isn't really So I'm not going to, how many people subscribe? Um, so at this point, I don't know how many subscribers I totally like totality have, but like since I started in January of 2019 and I switched over from another podcast host to this one, I think I have a total of about 60,000 plays, Damn, which is not bad, but like for a podcast, it's pretty good. Actually. Yeah, that's really good. But like 40,000 is me just listening to myself to see how the sound sounds. So maybe it's not that great. <laughs> It's okay. I think I might be 10,000 of the other 20. So, Oh, perfect. Thank you. I just appreciate it. it on my Android. Yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate it. I'll have more sex stuff in there, but I don't, I'm kind of boring after all. Honestly, I started the podcast thinking it was just going to be all like, oh, let me talk about my sex stories. <laughs> it was like the first 10 episodes. And then I'm like, oh, man, there's actually people listening to it. I should probably do more stuff or more like appropriate think, things. I think it's totally fine to talk about sex. Agreed. Personally. Agreed. I think... Yeah. Honestly, that's one thing. I don't know that maybe I don't know that you should ask about it more, but I feel like it's been a little 
Pete, and I don't think this is any indictment on you for the record, just maybe the people you're interviewing, but it's been a little more PG, maybe not more PG, but like PG in that sense, like, you know, no one's like, yeah, that one time I sucked that guy's dick and he was such a fucking asshole. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, tell us about that guy. Not to say that it needs to go there, but. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tell us about that guy you sucked and who was an asshole member. Go ahead and tell us about that story. Um, I, I agree. It's hard to um, it's hard it's hard to gauge a, a guess. You clearly want to talk about the guys you sucked off, and I'm totally welcoming to that, which is totally fine. There's uh, only like, like a dozen of them. How many? Six? Sixty? What? Just a dozen that one night. Oh man, I've been there. Was I in that group? I might have been. I think you might have been actually. Oh familiar. man, was that little familiar. tiny thing? That was me. Oh, you look familiar. Yeah, it was all right. It was decent. It was decent. You could see it, which was which helped. So. That always helps. You have to. You'd have to bring out your glasses. You're like, oh, are you a man? Like, yes, I am a man. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, it's nice. I love it. This this video incorporation. I think is a is thank you for being the first because I'm not dressed. And then the other part I'm, I think I'm struggling with is um, and I, this might I even add is the this idea that like I need to present as Giselle when I'm on this podcast. I think that was the biggest like hurdle for me was being male me. My real name is Ramir. I've talked about it on the other episode when in chit chat. It's hard when like I've created this persona of Giselle for the entire podcast and then wanting to present as male is like, am I doing a disservice to the listener or am I feeling like disingenuine to you guys just to be like, I'm not who I told you I was. So I feel like, am I really lying to you or do you guys feel like deceived or I don't know. It's a struggle. I don't know. I don't think so. That kind of thing. I think yeah. you have a very inviting demeanor. And that mm-hmm. seeing you dressed up, just personally, what I like, just like to see it, just out of curiosity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't think it affects our conversation yeah. personally. Yeah. So on that topic, how come you haven't dressed up in the last, you said you haven't throughout COVID? Yeah. Um, like you said, shaving sucks. <laughs> like shaving it all and then like it's honestly that 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 grow back in that like first couple days holy fuck like you're just itchy all the fucking time i remember like that when it's just like the slow like ingrowns oh girl i want to kill myself with all that like itchiness and and it's true it is true it's just like dressing up to me was going out it really was that was like your big thing right yeah it was it was just going out it was presenting myself out to the world but like doing it at home i'm like i could do this any time of the year like i could do this any day but like i mean they're slowly opening up the sugaring places and the waxing places and it's just for me i'm a people person i need to hang around other people and i can't do that when i'm in a mask wearing makeup like sure i want to go to a bar or a club or you know you know what it's like it's it's that part that's like fun but it's like is it really that much fun when you're just like at home I don't know. I mean, it's not a, it's not ideal, but it's yeah. It's, for me, at least, it's like you had a, a week at work, and it was good. It wasn't great. Whatever. It was even if it was great, it's just like a time to like decompress and like yeah. I'm gonna like right now. I'm talking to you, right? But otherwise, I'd be sitting on my couch, like having a drink and like watching a movie. You know, not necessarily anything different than I'd be doing as a guy. But like just feeling, I don't know. It's like a calming, I guess, in a way for me personally. 
Mm. Like sitting there in that chair. I'm not going anywhere, obviously, right now, right? So I did all this shit just to hang out. But in my mind, it's worth it, right? So I can just, like, I see myself and I, I feel good about wearing whatever I'm wearing, you know, whether it's a dress or a skirt or whatever. Yeah. That's not necessarily the important part. It's just yeah. feeling like, I don't want to say feeling that void, like that 5% part of me or whatever, whatever, 5% is irrelevant, whatever percent it is. Like that part of who I am, like dressing up right now, like this makes me feel good about myself, right? So yeah. tomorrow I can like look back on it and say, I mean, obviously I'm going to feel good about being on this podcast because well, you're the shit, but even if I hadn't right. talked to you, <laughs> yeah, like, damn, you know, last night there's nothing memorable that happened necessarily. Like, oh, I watched fucking Taken 3. Oh, okay, <laughs> nice. Maybe. It was decent, but that's not what I'm going to remember. I'm like, oh, yeah, it just, it just felt good to like, yeah, is it a pain in the ass to shave my legs and shave everything and fucking go through the taking on, putting on my makeup, taking it off, I mean, taking it off far and away the worst part of it but yeah yeah but it's still gonna be worth it to me because i got to just feel i don't want to say whole that's that's too strong because i i don't need to do it all the time yeah. like i said but just sometimes it's a part of me and i just need to just like i can just sit back and like be chill yeah. with it i don't know if that makes sense but no I, I get that i totally get that i think the other part of it too is I don't feel, I think it's the weight gain. I honestly think, and it's very stupid and trivial, but like not feeling like myself or what I thought Giselle used to be. I, probably with age and stuff has changed who I look like. And obviously all the photos I use are kind of older, like in the last three or four years. The last two years have been. That. I mean, yeah, I, I feel you on that 100%. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a function of at least, yeah, like you said, the last year, it's COVID and also just yeah. getting a little bit older. I mean, you're not, we're not that old. I'm a little I know. older, but we're not. I know. We're not yeah. ancient. We aren't. We're not 40, you know? So do you like, <laughs> do you have any sort of like fitness routine you do or? Um, I like used that? to work out in the, I used to walk way more in the morning. I used to exercise a lot more in the morning. It's honestly diet. I was telling, I told this on the podcast, I've this is the happiest I've ever been in a relationship that is like loving and caring. Kirsten is like amazing, super sweet, just super loving. But like with, I think I like to equate love with food oh, and I 100%. love food girl. I love food. And like we moved and we moved to the part of in Southern California that is like, I mean, most Southern California is too, but there's so much good food around here. And with the pandemic, you want to help support local businesses and you want yeah, to try yeah. all sorts of stuff. And you're just like, motherfucker, do you guys have this? This is so good. Yeah. So it's problematic because it's like when you want to share joy with others, for me, it's food. It's like, I love enjoying that time with you and right. I don't know, eating. It's, and it's just like with COVID and gyms have been closed and not blaming it. You know, it could, I could blame it on anything else. It's just, the discipline, the la the loss of discipline is there. It, I have not been as good to myself. So yeah. I've tried to lose weight with food, just calorie counting and just being a little better, but it's, it's hard. It is. It's, it's fucking hard. I mean, I think yeah. anything you read anywhere, and I've, I mean, in my 20s, I was able to 
quote unquote outrun a bad diet, but yeah, as you get yeah. older, it's it gets harder and harder, right? Mm-hmm. So diet's probably eighty percent of of anything Girl. in terms of like Seriously. losing weight or whatever. So yeah, Oof. I feel you on that. Uh, I, I wish I wish food wasn't so good. I think that's the. <laughs> The takeaway from this. I agree. I, I mean, food. I think if we lived in like the 1600s, we'd be yeah. thin little bitches. We'd be eating fucking yes. carrots all day. That's true. That's true. And potatoes. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Bison <laughs> and shit. Yes. At least that's healthier, probably. I don't know. It's it's a it's a challenge that I I'm hoping to break away. I'm hoping when things start opening up and like, I'm telling you, girl, I am a I I live to go out. I live to dress up to go out. Like that was what I dressed up for and really i haven't needed to and the podcast is great and it's nice to have like a discord and for probably for more of these videos sorry to not tonight but i probably will dress up for some of these like interviews some of these like talks um sorry on our part two and three you can dress up yes yes you can be in guy mode and i'll be in like full-on girl mode i'll have a i'll wear i'll wear i'll be naked basically i'll wear a bikini for this basically oh shit all right I'm in. Yeah, I'll have a tit pop out. It'll be a wardrobe malfunctions all over the place. I won't even wear underwear. Fuck it. I'll just wear a top. Just be Love like, it. let's do it. Yeah. I'll have a butt plug and everything. It'll be great. It'll be awesome. Hey, you wouldn't be the only one. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> someone's got someone's to be turned on. You know, got to have a couple inches out there. Maybe some centimeters for me. It's fine. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, the, the sex part. I know what is what is the do you want to talk a little bit about what your fetishes are then? Other than I know cross dressing a little bit, but like what are some kinks if you want to talk about sex that uh, Amber is into? Yeah, so before I rudely interrupted you in my bathroom break, so is cross dressing a fetish, I think was the original question. Mm-hmm. And I think it is to a certain degree. Um you know, like I said watching the RuPaul show on VH1 dating myself again in the mid nineties, I found myself like really attracted to her and that evolved into me wanting to dress up, I think. And like, like, wow, I know that she's RuPaul's a a guy, right? But she's presenting as a female, you know, she Mm -hmm. was shaving her legs and like wearing these dresses and that sort of thing. And I was like, Oh, I, I like that. So maybe that's where it started. And as I said, I, I find other, not all, but a lot of other cross-dressers attractive. And I've, have I hooked up with other cross-dressers? I sure have. Fuck it. I'm right. not going to beat around the bush, so to speak. Nice. Um, yes. I've, had, I've had some some fun times. Have I had some awkward times? One or two, but I feel like I'm a pretty ju- pretty good judge of character, so... Yeah, I mean, not to say that I've, it's a fetish necessarily, but do I feel, do I feel more sexual as Amber as opposed to my guy mode? Probably, yeah, for the most part. I mean, I'm not just like, the second I dress up, do I suck a dick? Yeah. Right. Does my. (laughs) Does my dick get hard and the dick appears and I suck it? No, not necessarily. Ah, uh, doesn't for you. As soon as I put on a dress, some dick comes in and like I just have to suck it. it comes in a hole, it's just a random hole now. Like, all right, I'm gonna suck the dick. All right, sure. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like for me, like I said, for me, I to dress up, it's shaving, heels, 
dress, like the makeup's like a part of it, but like, I'm attracted to to similar things that I do, I guess. Which mm-hmm. so yeah, when I when I've gone out, have I met other girls that I found attractive, and have I had a good time with a few of them? Yeah, I have, and that's okay, right? Like, do you, girl? Mm-hmm. I feel like I've heard mm-hmm. you say that before. Is that a, your, that might be your trademark? I'm not even sure. I have a lot of trademarks. Yeah, not trademarks. Start, suck a dick should be another one. If you need you to suck a dick, lawyer to start trademarking this shit. <laughs> yeah, a lot of trademarks. Yeah, I mean, I, as Amber, you know, initially, obviously, as you're younger, like more hesitation. Like, why do I feel this way? I shouldn't. You know, what's? Mm-hmm. Why am I attracted to another? crossdresser or whatever right but mm-hmm. especially now like in this day and age you just realize like fuck just if you're attracted to somebody i'm not saying everyone you're attracted to just whip your dick out but if there's mutual attraction and like circumstances are good who cares if one person has a cock and one person has a vagina or whatever whatever combination you have going on there that's that's my take on it right like so if I'm dressing up and I have a penis and I find someone else attractive and they have a penis and they find me attractive, fuck it. Literally, yeah. Something's getting sucked. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> Something is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is definitely the most I've ever talked about my sexuality, but what better time to do that? Yes. And uh, I'm so glad you're doing it for the podcast. And you know me, I'm like, I'm all willing and game to listen to. Anybody who wants to talk about their penis sucking days or their, you know, love for it was the other way around, but well, that's okay. Oh, that is true. Okay, all right. Giver, not a receiver. There you go, guys. No, that's not true. <laughs> oh well, there you go. Receiving and giving, with all the giving and receiving. Yes. Somewhere <laughs> there, yeah. Ooh, yes. Well, this will be for another episode because yes, there's a lot in there to pack, uh, unpack. Um, well, I don't want to take too much of your time. This was an amazing conversation, girl. Because I know people get tired of us. It sucks, I know. Um, but I'll split this and see if I can split into uh, one of our first videos ever interviews. Um, I'll put the audio out as well on the podcast. Can you believe I've done 100 of these episodes? What the fuck? It's blowing really? my mind with that. Holy shit. I know. Almost 100. Almost 100. Um, you will be like 105, 106 episode. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But, um, you know, I like to end because I need to go soon too. Because, girl, you need to go to bed. You can't have that many trulies and not have to go piss yet again. So, hey, how many do you think I've had? I've had uh, two. I like fours. Yeah. All right. Nice. <laughs> well, I like to end most of my, all of my um, interviews with wonderful, curious conversation guests with the question In a perfect world of cross dressing, sexuality, and gender, Amber, what does that look like to you? Man, you save the deep question for last, eh? Um, do i mean i would say i i I believe in the spectrum for the most part like you can be from guy to girl or whatever just do whatever makes you feel good like as long as you're not hurting somebody else or negatively impacting someone else's life just fucking do it go for it if you want to wear a dress and heels today and tomorrow you want to Wear some fucking hiking boots and go hunt a bear. Not that I'm a big hunter or an advocate for it. It's okay. Nice. Like, you don't have to be one thing at any 
at any given time. Like today I can be one thing, tomorrow I can be another thing. The next day, whatever. Like just be nice to people, respect what anyone else wants to do, live your life. No one else's choices are gonna affect you that much unless you're unless they're negatively affecting you personally. Accept it. And let's go. Yes. Let's go, bitch. Yes. Yes. Love it, bitch. Yes. Yes. Um, well, you were an amazing guest. I mean, I don't know how else to put that. Um, I loved every second of this. Um, even when you pissed, it was amazing because you were still being yourself and whipping your dick out. I can literally say that you whipped your dick out for this interview. And I will add that in the... Anything for you. <laughs> um, any last thoughts? Do you want to promote your Instagram or Facebook or anything? Or you're like... No. Um, yeah, I mean, my, my Instagram is... It's Amber X dress N heels. It's way too fucking long. That's too long, girl. It's like, it's too maybe, long. maybe you can just like link it on yours. That'd be I will. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah. Like a million followers yet. What are we at? What are no, we at? Like 500, I think. Oh, nice. No, you're at um seven, almost 700. That's almost a thousand girl. You got it. You My there. final thoughts are thank you for having me. I appreciate it. It was good to talk to you. Even though I've had a dozen trulies, like you said. Yes. 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 <laughs> a baker's dozens of trulies. Yes. Something like that. So, but yeah, thank you so much. Yay. I think what you're doing for girls like me and everyone across the spectrum is appreciated. Like, I've told people I was going to be on this, and they're like, I didn't even know that they knew about it. I'm just like, hey, I'm going on this podcast. And like, oh, fuck yeah. I'm so excited. So, people know about you. Yeah. Shit. I will try my best. I love it's people like you that make me want to keep going um, because it's like these bitches need to be heard and not get mugged for fucking being in Detroit. Fuck mugged. Well, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, for the record, that was a one time thing. And yes, come yes. to Detroit. Visit in July. Yeah, everybody. Still Detroit.com. That's my plug. Yes. Yes. All the plugs. You've had so many plugs. I don't have enough sockets for it. So oh. yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, girl. Yes, yes. Okay. Well, have a good night, girl. Yes. And finally, the miscellany. Yes! And that was my curious conversation with the amazing Amber. I love that she's incredibly open, feeling so open and comfortable that, I don't know, she talks all about herself, how she's still exploring, and she came onto the podcast to tell her personal story. The whole being mugged part for the first time ever going out really stands out to me because can you imagine? That's got to be a really fucking shitty feeling. Like all the worst fears of any new crossdresser or trans person going out for the first time in the world. Like, shit, it all came true. Like, what the fuck? Like, you thought it was going to be bad, but like, you're being fucking mugged bad? Yeah, that's fucking shitty. Like, that could have derailed her Amber experience and like prevented her from going out, but it didn't. Luckily, she got over it, and, well, she's thriving now. I will have that video component that I did with her up eventually, but today, just enjoy the audio portion, and I hope you found our conversation helpful and maybe even relatable. If you have your own cross-dressing sexuality and or gender story, come on, hit me up and let's chat. Let's get you on the podcast and share you and your story with the world, or at least with, like, the four listeners we have, one of which is me. <laughs> you don't have to do video like Amber did. We can just chat on audio and get something going. Giselle at crossyaspodcast.com is my email. DM me on Instagram at crossyaspodcast if you've got Instagram or go on our Discord and chat me up. Rochi underscore mochi pound 7325. 
That's all for this episode. Remember, nobody cares. They really don't. So do whatever the fuck you want, wear whatever the fuck you want, within reason. Jesus, consider the surroundings, people. Like, maybe don't wear a bikini to your niece's piano recital. But, hey, who am I to judge? I do hope you're being your authentic self, unless, of course, your authentic self is being an asshole. Like, don't do that. That's not, that's not cool. So if you are an asshole, please reconsider your uh, life goals. But live your life, boo. Be you. And whatever you need to succeed, let me know how I can help. That's it. I love you all so much. And until next time, as always, keep it fresh, stay blessed, and remember, you're gorgeous. Again, guys, I'm not here to diagnose or treat anything. I'm just here to share my story. Have others come on the podcast to share their story to help you learn about the world of cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender a bit more. Thank you.